Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody and welcome to another episode of Connect with KB. I am Kristen Belzer. It is so great to have you tuning in with us this morning as we talk about business and education and leadership and all the wonderful things that connect us to each other. My guest today is a young professional who is steering signature, signature events for the Michigan Chamber of Commerce and providing members with educational opportunities, networking, and ways to get their company brand exposure statewide. I want to welcome to the podcast Stephanie Young. Steph, so great to have you with me. It's great to be here. I'm honored. I feel so <laughs> privileged to have you with me yes. and I, I so enjoy the opportunity for you and I to not only um, have a friendship but to work together too and when I say a young professional I mean that quite literally you are young Stephanie Young and a professional <laughs> and I pride myself on having an opportunity to provide young professionals with exposure on the Connect with KB podcast so looking forward to our chat today and I want you to tell the listeners the Stephanie Young story. Sure yeah so I grew up primarily in Grand Rapids um attended high school there, and um, after that, you know, decided to advance on to uh, Michigan State University. We've always been Spartans in my family. Go green. Go white. Um, (laughs) You know, I I grew up going to all the uh, basketball and football games, so it was just kind of, uh, you know, second nature to to head there. And um, so studied political science, uh, got my degree in that, and from there I moved on to um, the legislature. I worked for State Representative Laura Cox, and I believe it was about four years. Um, and I, I completely just fell in love with it. It was so much fun, and I did like constituent services and you know um, just kind of odd odd jobs in the office. And um, from there, I moved on to state or excuse me, um, Senator Ruth Johnson, which was also a great experience. Um, but. Uh, at that time, Laura was uh, the chair at the uh, Michigan Republican Party, so I went back with her, and that was also a great experience. Um, so I'm still relatively young in my career, and obviously now I'm at the Michigan Chamber of Commerce um, doing event coordination. 
so that's kind of my story right now as far as my career goes. Um, well, you know, you're on track. You know, they say nowadays with young people that you will have 12 jobs by the time you're about 38 or 40 years old. And so, you know, I don't meet many people, Steph, who really continue to kind of uh, take their journey to the next level. Uh, it is about relationship. Interesting about how you go to work for Laura and then have an opportunity to follow her over to um, the Republican Party and continue that journey. Uh, I think that you've got it, you know, very uh, well figured out early in regards to building those relationships and what they look like. And you had a great um, mentor, though, in your dad, Steve Young, who mm-hmm. was a partner at uh, Governmental Consultant Services uh, right here in downtown Lansing. And Steve is currently a board of trustee for Northern Michigan University. But did you see that kind of thing from him? Did you hang out with him a lot and go to the office and get that kind of exposure to the political world early? Yes, completely. That is why I went into studying political science um, from a young age, I was always at, you know, events with him or going to the office with him when I was here on the weekends or, you know, and I also got that from my um, stepmother, Trisha Kinley, who was also in politics. So I say I kind of got it from a variety of people, but my dad was 100% my total influence. And I, I decided about in high school that I was going to take that political avenue and study at Michigan State, follow in his footsteps. Um, that's kind of the goal. And it was kind of, it's a funny story too, because you know, when we went, when I was younger, he would always come to like career days or um, come to speak to my classes. And I never fully understood what he did until I was about in high school, because it's very hard to explain what lobbying is to a bunch of elementary school children or middle school children. We were all kind of like, okay, you know, but he did his best and he was so gracious about it, always coming and showing up. But when I finally understood what he did, I really, um, looked forward to learning more about it and understanding the process and the legislative process and getting to know legislate legislators and uh, lobbyists. So it, it was really cool. I had I had a really good upbringing when it came to somebody who could be my mentor with my father. Well, absolutely. You know, uh, your dad and Trisha have always been two of my favorite people. Uh, <laughs> they are a great professionals. Uh, they're fun people to be around. Uh, they too know the importance of building relationships. So you had great mentors along the way. And I can remember years and years ago, you know, you as a little kid being yeah. out and about and probably were at some tailgate or something like that. Totally. But, I have more people on this podcast who followed their parents into professions and careers. And I always think it's really neat that there's this opportunity for you to get a little taste of it and not quite understand it and then venture into it yourself. So a great opportunity for you to kind of begin that journey. You are at the Michigan Chamber now. Let's talk about your role there and about facilitating events. Sure. So I've been there about seven months now, so I still have plenty of, you know, things to learn. But right now I'm uh, primarily in charge of our signature events at the chamber, as well as assisting with some um, webinars and trainings and educational trainings, which has been really great as well um, because they're kind of geared towards different audiences. But the signature events have been really fun uh, learning about each event and what they can provide to our members. And I love how it provides networking and engagement and you know, something I, I just love all the different topics that we're doing right now. And I think that's my favorite part is kind of coming up with some new ideas and, you know, what we can what we can work on, what we can improve on. But uh, overall, they're just excellent events. And um, it's a bummer that we've mainly been virtual since I've been there. I'm hoping soon we can go back to in person. We'll see what happens. 
um, because I do, I love doing in-person events. Let's talk a little bit about what those events are because you're right, you know, the Michigan Chamber uh, being the number one voice of business in the state of Michigan has been known for advocacy. But you know, there's so much more um, and they are so much more diverse than sometimes people realize with these opportunities for people to engage uh, in events from a networking standpoint, education, just like you're talking about. So let's talk a little bit about the signature events. Uh, it has been um, two years now, I think, uh, with virtual. Yeah. So great success uh, with the exposure of those. And um, obviously the Michigan Athena series uh, that you've been heavily involved in uh, this year uh, has really taken um, women's empowerment uh, and inspiration really to the next level in regards to building kind of this uh, Michigan Athena family. And mm -hmm. uh, that's one of them. But there's also Chamber Day Sustainability Summit. Uh, economic forecast. Uh, so, you know, kind of share a little bit with the listeners about those and what they could learn from something like that. Yeah. So as you said, the Athena one is all about empowering women, even though, you know, men can attend and come. And, and actually we have quite a few men that do attend and come, which is very cool. Um, and the sustainability one is all about energy. This year, I believe it was about um, EVs, electric vehicles. We had a couple different topics. Um, that's a pretty big panel that we work on. Chamber Day is all about advocacy for our lobbyists and, um, you know, working on things with the legislature and, and talking to legislators. And then we do have an environmental issues forum um, that we've, we have done in the past. Um, and then we also, uh, what was the one that I'm missing now? Well, we, you know, we didn't mention the uh, diversity, equity, yes, inclusion series you. too, which, which is, is brand new this year. Which yeah. is the one I'm working on right now, <laughs> which is coming up uh, next month. And that um, that's a really cool series. I mean, I think we've had excellent, excellent turnout in that, especially with the one we did with a combination of Athena and the DEI. We kind of did that combination. And that was women in the workplace. Women in the workplace. And just yep. the challenges I think that women are having right now uh, in regards to making decisions about childcare, getting into the workforce or staying in the workforce. And how do you balance all of that? And, you know, the struggles with, um, you know, working through one, you doing your job at home, two, watching your children, and two, three, making sure that your kids, you know, at that point in time, what they were still, um, you know, schooling from home was a very, very big challenge for people. So, Totally. I, you know, we I have watched this program development at the Michigan Chamber really flourish and get into topics that are really, really relevant right now to people uh, in the workplace, uh, as well as, you know, this upcoming program on the um, strengthening supplier diversity, yeah. too, that's going to happen in November and the opportunity for people to expand on their uh, supply chain and how they how they get out there and work with people. Let's talk a little bit about um, participating by Zoom and what you've seen yeah. with that. And you're right, I think more and more organizations are going to uh, on-site events again, but what have you really kind of learned from that and being a part of that system? Yeah, so I think that's a really tough one because I do believe that it varies by your event, by your your target audience. Um, it's been about two years. You know, we started, I started doing Zooms when I was at the Republican Party, um, you know, for our events there and then moving over here. And these are a little bit bigger events, larger events. And it's interesting to see the turnout. I feel like we always have great turnout at the chamber, but I do think that we're at a point right now where people are getting a little zoomed out. And um, so it's really hard to to decide, you know, I think that's something we're, we're working on and we're thinking about. 
Um, no decisions have been made, but you know, do we want to go back to in person? What does that look like? Can we do a hybrid hybrid model? I mean, there's so many unanswered questions right now. Will people turn up? Will they not? Will we lose money? You know, whatever the situation may may be. Um, obviously, you want when you're doing an event, you want great attendance. So sometimes people are now preferring virtual, and then other times they're like. I don't want to get on that Zoom. I'm kind of zoomed out. Right. You're absolutely right. I've been there. (laughs) You bet. And I have too. And so you have to really kind of find that place where you have to meet people where they want to be. And I think one of the things that the Michigan Chamber has done really well and is talking about is, you know, getting a pulse from people on what they want. I also think the program has to be um, very intriguing to our members and, you know, other, other people who can attend and I think that's a very important aspect to get people there and get people present, whether that's on Zoom or in person. Well, and that has a lot to do with the marketing and how yeah. that works, too. And, you know, how you present an event, um, the social media that goes along with it, you know, having an opportunity. Do you send it via email? Do people register for events because they see an email or do they do it because they see it on social media or do they see it because someone told them? And so you got to kind of find that sweet spot with all of that, too. When we talk about um, young professionals, talk a little bit about the advantages that you believe that your age demographic brings to a company? What is it about you and where you are, your generation, that you believe is advantageous? I think that when you have the younger generation coming to a company, I think that sometimes companies or or uh, you know organizations can become a little stagnant and set in their ways and they're not really open to new ideas, new perspectives. And I think that bringing in the younger generation um, really presents newer and fresh and clean ideas, and they can bring something new to the table. And also, I think it has to do with workforce development for young for younger people when they're going to these places. I think you know um, our goal is to get into our careers and get going and get running. And I just think it's really important to sometimes freshen up what you're doing, you know. And I think that that's very important to continue improving constantly for both the organization and the person. I think that is one thing that organizations, companies are finding out now about the energy that young people bring, that you need to continue to evolve and be open-minded. And I think there's so much that that we, me, my generation can (laughs) learn from young people like you, uh, the opportunity, you know, to engage and listen. Uh, You and I have had some great moments working together. Uh, We've found some great success uh, in, some of the programming offered at the Michigan Chamber. Uh, you and I had an opportunity just last month. I think we had a really, really successful event and took about five or ten minutes afterwards to really enjoy the moment. I've always been a big proponent yeah. of that. To just say, smile at each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Let's just go <laughs> ahead and let's just talk a little bit about and debrief on how that great that was and the value that you bring to members at that moment. And that's the whole real purpose of doing it is yeah. bringing that value and getting people engaged and having them walk away and say, wow, I really learned something today. And well, it's been it's been really great, too, um, with the chamber, you know, starting there seven months ago. I've seen them bring more and more younger professionals in, which is reassuring because, you know, eventually there is a new next generation because you have retirees and so on. And so so I just think it's um 
it's just interesting. For example, Aaron Latch, as we spoke yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. So you and Aaron worked together over at the Michigan Republican Party. And then the next thing you you both make the move over to the Michigan Chamber. And Aaron is in the a membership department yeah. uh, and working very closely. He has got a great personality, too. He's the right guy for that kind of job. But you're right to have that opportunity uh, for the two of you to have great synergy together uh, in one entity and then bring it over to the Michigan Chamber. Yeah, it was great because, you know, I was really going to miss him. Our desks were literally right next to each other at the Republican Party. We just had a great time together. So it was really cool to see us both, you know, have that opportunity with the chamber. When you talk a little bit about your journey and what is it over the next couple of years that you would like to learn? Where would you like to be? And what's important to you? Right now, what's important to me, my goal is to start developing more and more relationships because I feel like it was a little um, slow there for me because when I was at the Republican Party, we're kind of like in our own little bubble. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but you know, you're you're constantly working on elections or, or whatever it may be. But um, I think developing more and more relationships at the chamber, downtown, throughout the state, really, is is one of my big goals. Um, I think I can do better at that, so I'd like to improve on that. Well, that's one of the things that you and I have talked a little bit about, yeah. and you got to remember to do it. You have to remember that as we uh, continue to facilitate these programs, the opportunity for you to connect with the panelists and the moderators mm-hmm. and that kind of thing via LinkedIn, and I think that that's something important for young people to do is to make sure you're building your network, because I really believe that people want to help people, that they want to do that. And so for you to be able to connect um, with the Deb Muchmores of the world or the David Lewis at AT AT&T Michigan, Lisa Corliss at AF Group, and to build your network that way is really, really important. Well, and I see how great you are at it, as as well as all of the professionals at the chamber. I mean, they are just excellent at it. So I'm, I'm looking at taking away, you know, some great points from them and from you and um, I think I'll get there. So <laughs> I think you will too. You know, um, I, I, I want to ask you just one question in regards to the most challenging part about being a young professional right now. What is it? What is it that you would like for people to know? Oh goodness, that's a hard one. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I think you know, learning new things. I think that's always a tough thing, and having patience. Um, you know, throughout your career, you have to have patience, but you also have to be able to like move forward and excel and, you know, stay strong and tough and um, do a great job and, you know, get your work done. So I think that's the hardest thing right now because you're working on your career and you're kind of figuring it out. You, you may not have it completely figured out. So you're kind of questioning, is this for me? Is this not? I think that's that would be my, my perspective on it. Um, I don't know. What would you say it would well, be? Well, I, I would say for you to continue to, you know, be bold. And mm. a lot of young people have come on with me and chatted with me through the years. And I would say, you know, don't be afraid, one, to make moves, which is what you're doing right now, which is great. But also, you know, to... Um, feel like you can insert yourself into the conversation that if you have some ideas that you can share those ideas that you don't need to kind of sit back and wait and i do think the michigan chamber and as well as other uh organizations that i've worked for have been very open to listening to young people and getting ideas and thinking through how to do things better and not doing things the same way all the time and being a little more innovative and so when I ask you that, you know, maybe sometimes the frustrations that come to young people, and yes. I have a lot of opportunity to talk to, um, you know, people about just starting their careers, about what they really want. And I think you're right. It's about relationship building and mentors. So I wanted to ask you that question to some of the best mentors that you've had. 
clearly your dad. Yeah, my dad's my number one. And then um, Trisha as well. And Laura is my like favorite mentor ever outside of my family. You know, I also should mention my cousin Chris because he's in politics too. So it's kind of like a family affair here, you know. Absolutely. Um, not that I'm like totally in politics anymore, but you know, I was and it's just kind of a, a funny thing. But I think my my biggest mentor would definitely be Laura Cox. Um I just she was my first serious career job. Um she was tough, which was good. I learned a lot. Um she took care of me. And I just think that she really has molded me to where I am today. Well, and I think that that is so important. I think it's important for you to have someone that you can reach out to. I think everybody should have a mentor or mentors, people who can give them some advice, be a sounding board. Most of the time, you already know the answer yourself. You really do. You just need somebody to bounce it off of a little bit and maybe get a little different perspective. And I can see you doing that, too. You're going to find that along this journey, all of a sudden you're going to become a mentor to somebody else too it feels so good to watch other people's growth it's been exciting for me to work with you Steph and to watch you I'm so proud of you and the work that you do Um, you're just going to have just an awesome career I already know it you're already there right now I appreciate but for me to watch you over the next five to ten years it's just it's exciting for me and I want you to know how happy I am for you thank you I appreciate that you bet I want (laughs) to appreciate I appreciate you coming on with me this morning thanks so much this has been so fun thank you you bet I want to thank my guest Stephanie Young the event coordinator at the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. I also want to thank my supporting sponsors, Marketing Resource Group, Downing Industries, Governmental Consultant Services, AF Group, AT&T, the Michigan Chamber of Commerce, and the Fraser Law Firm. You can check out all of my podcasts at connectwithkb.com. Until we connect again, go live your best life. I'm your host, Kristen Belzer. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.